The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw Dating, preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Christy Scales, Aisha Morrison, Nicole Hutchison, and Jess Navarez. Talk Boys Talk presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys, right here in the SWBC studio. I've got Nicole Hutchinson here. That's myself. Oh, Aisha Morrison. I missed my cue to turn. Okay. I'm getting used to the seat. I'm so sorry. Oh my, oh my gosh. I missed y'all so much. I miss I know you same. guys. Not saying, like saying that the other. Not same. saying I didn't enjoy the other humans I was working with, but same. same. Definitely. Yeah. Missed no. You guys. Same. It's just. We have a vibe here on Girls Talk, Boys yeah. Talk. You know, it's there a vibe. It's a, a fun vibe. vibe. Fun vibe. Fun How vibe. was your shows? Great. What show were you on again? I was on the Players Lounge mm-hmm. with Everson, Jesse, and Nui, and it was so much fun. And I learned so much just from the, the two days we were able to do it. And I yeah. think that's important is you're a student of the game always, and yeah. getting to learn from previous players is always really cool. So new perspectives. Oh, yeah, I mean, I got to work with Shannon. Um, haven't had the opportunity to work with him. It was really awkward because, you know, we've been watching these. i watched Shannon for years, yeah. you know, yeah. and so just to, like, be sitting next to him was uh, an honor. And then, obviously, working with Hekma, he's good vibes. He has such a genuine spirit. Yeah. So um, I enjoyed the time, you know, getting to know them and just kind of how they did. It's a totally different feel, let me tell you something. Yeah. They be big chilling over there. It is a different <laughs> vibe, and not in a negative way. It's just yeah. very relaxed, and I yeah. enjoyed that, so... But I missed you, ladies. How was Girls Talk, Boys Talk with us? It was cool. Um, I had Amber and Savannah and um, Isaiah. And so it was was cool to hear their opinions as well. Um, Isaiah, I learned from watching the games Mm -hmm. every weekend um, in the studio. So it was cool to work with him in the podcast setting. And then, of course, Amber. She's so awesome. And so She's Savannah. so sweet. They're all so sweet. Uh, so it was great. You know, sporty Sav. Yeah. You yeah. love a Sporty Sav moment. Period. Period. Uh, well, dang, y'all. Let's, let's miss the ball. Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's do There's it. There's a lot to catch up on. There's a lot to catch up on. Um, where do we start? Let's just start from um, Jerry Jones, of course. He spoke with uh, the fan, 103 The Fan, this morning. Let's go ahead and take a listen. Oh, well. Sorry, Jazz, don't have it yet, but it's all right. We're going to go ahead. Uh, basically, he had his thoughts on, um, you know, the state of this team so far and um, the pieces that how he plans to move forward with uh, his transactions. We'll hear from him whenever uh, Jazz goes ahead and um, gets that sound for us. But just right now, what are y'all's thoughts? I know we haven't been able to talk about our opinions in the past couple of times. We've had the podcast, but now I want to hear y'all's thoughts on the state of this team so far. What's y'all's overall, I guess, uh, perspective heading into this week against the Rams? Who wants to go? Go ahead, girl. Um, well, I mean, coming, I think I turned myself down. It's okay. So my bad, y'all. I She's leaving you in suspense. <laughs> she wants you to I, just I, wait for her. Um, well, I mean, a sparkle. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think ahead. your mic's still off. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, we're having some technical Try again. difficulties in here, guys. I didn't press the button. Is it there? Oh, you're back. There you go. Oh, there you're back. There I you accidentally are. accidentally pressed the button. This cough button's gonna be the death of me, huh? <laughs> Um, but, 
<laughs> I was so um, I mean, in regards to coming back from the bye week, I mean, if we're talking about Jerry and, and yeah. player acquisition yeah. or whatever the case may be, um, I do think there's a couple spots in this team that you could definitely use the depth linebacker. Um, and it's really hard for me to say just because we have we're so connected with that tight end room, but you're not getting enough from those guys right now. And you know, with Jake Ferguson, I'm looking for him to be more involved, but. The tight ends after that are really not giving you a whole bunch. So if the Cowboys were um, looking into that, that is something that I would be totally okay with. Um, I, I do think that if you want to go on a run, it's okay to to be like, hey, we've seen Philly do it. We see other teams do it. Mm -hmm. 49ers did it last year, and it changed the whole course of their season with Christian McCaffrey. So mm -hmm. um, I, I know the Cowboys typically have a more reserved approach to this time of year and free agency. But if they're all in like they have expressed that they are, I would hope that they would go ahead and go for it and, and try to bring some guys in here to, to shore up some of the depth in these positions that you need right now. Yeah, no, I, I think um, as far as where the team is at now, obviously you're going into week eight of the season and you are what you are. And you're not going to change it all that much, right? You can see little adjustments and changes and you can grow in areas. Obviously, everybody can still grow. You're not even close to December football yet still. But there are areas of concern that, you know, you you look at kind of the downfalls that ended up um, being a loss for the Cowboys or just um, downfalls within the game that were sloppy and not clean. And I think a lot of it is fixable, like I said. But I, I think, yeah, if you can find a deal that's worth it, find something that's smart and going to add and not necessarily subtract if you're going to get by that trade deadline, do it. I mean, there's no harm in it. Jerry talked this morning about how uh, I thought it was funny. They they posed the question to him of, you know, are you back in the day you had this reputation of being a, a big gambler and yeah. and uh, a big spender and that's kind of not the approach anymore. And he's mm -hmm. like, what I, what I did appreciate out of Jerry saying this morning was that he's not going to make a move just to be risky, that he's going to be strategic about it. He's not going to do it just because it's a risky move. And so, look. I don't see what the front office sees as far as the finances or the paperwork or everything that goes into trades. But what I do see is, yeah, there's some holes in the, some of these areas in some of these position groups that uh, you're only eight weeks in. Injuries are going to happen, unfortunately. Yeah. That's part of the game, and some depth would be appreciated. I can agree with that, but I, I, you see like teams like the Eagles going out and getting these big guys, right? Like Bayard, they got a, a all-pro safety yesterday. I'm adding that depth to that defensive backfield, but do you think that, yes, that approach that Jerry is taking is kind of like more laid back, let's wait and see if it comes to us. Do you think that approach is, I guess, okay? Or would you prefer to go out and get a bigger name guy that's going to come in and immediately make an impact? I mean, I think you shouldn't overthink yeah. it. Yeah, for me, and to your point, when you were mentioning talking about Jerry, is like, it sounds like sometimes they overthink it, and mm -hmm. it's okay. Um, you mentioned the subtraction part of things. If you're subtracting to to add, and the mm -hmm. addition and the usage is is viable, I'm cool with that too. And again, like. Um, as far as we're going to see it pick up here in the next couple like couple of days, we're going to see teams making moves. And I just think um, it is it is better to be proactive than reactive in these situations, mm -hmm. because these the gentlemen that are 
you know, the teams that are sellers, quote unquote, these guys are going to go fast. Yeah. Yes, these guys are going to go fast. And so you got to put your hat in the ring immediately. You can't, this isn't a wait and see type leap. It's just not my thing. I don't think that's how it goes. So I really am hoping that they don't overthink things. I know Will McClay and those guys are always, you know, scouting and stuff. And maybe they see um, some gentlemen that can come in. And again, like you said, just like that might mean subtraction, yeah. which which is not always, doesn't always feel good. Mm-hmm. But if it's warranted, you do what you got to do to get yourself over the hump. Yeah. I think what worries me the most, and I'm talking more offensively, on the offensive side of the ball is you haven't seen a fair ball distribution to really know what is what for this (laughs) offense. You don't know who is going to get the ball when. You haven't seen Mm -hmm. the same form of this offense in the last six weeks that they have played. Um, So my worry is... Yes, you have that subtraction to have an addition, but who's to say that addition isn't going to come in and then not get any reps on the ball? Because you just don't know yet. I mean, Brandon Cooks barely got his feet on the ground in week six, you know? So I guess that's what worries me the most is, especially when you're talking in terms of adding to the offense, it sounds great and it sounds amazing. Get it where you can. But are you going to use them? Mm-hmm. That's the biggest concern I have is are they Do going have, to like, be a, put to good use? Like a, yeah. a, a, a clap. Guess, an applause. Like, maybe that was a, mm, I know we like have like a birthday like song, a, but I don't think that would do it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that works too. Okay. But not yet. She, she's yeah. right. No, go ahead. It, that's time. what worries me is, yes, you can get an addition, but are you going to use them? Mm. especially on the offensive side of the ball, because there's a lot of key guys. You just mentioned it. They're not getting used. Your tight ends, your other receivers. Running backs. The running backs. Oh, don't get me started on that. There's so many things that we have not seen. And look, there's a long season ahead. If that means you save it for the end of the season, great. But again, at that point, if it's only a one-year mm. deal, what's the point of doing it if you're going to wait until the end of the season to do it? Yeah. Well, then what do you think is the downfall? Or not? Maybe that's not the word. Uh, I guess the issue with is it Mike McCarthy just not understanding his pieces because hmm. a lot of his success at Green Bay right came with him understanding um, who were some of his elite, elite guys his elite route runners uh, his, how to utilize his tight ends and things like that so so what is it I guess in Mike I guess on Mike McCarthy that is just not clicking mm-hmm. right now because that's pretty much what you use the offseason for right to know and understand mm-hmm. your guys and how to get the playmakers involved so for for me it's the consistency and the Mm -hmm. usage as you talked about because we've seen we've seen um even in the jets game the Mm -hmm. usage of the running backs like the the versatility and how they were using them rico doing screens tony in between the tackles sometimes but also bouncing to the edge deuce vaughn being used like some of this stuff some of this stuff you know that has been good are things that we haven't seen even even Kevante Turpin's usage has gone down might mm-hmm. be because of the mm-hmm. ankle might be that you Possibly. maybe maybe but another big thing coming out of the bye is that the to to this point is establishing the run game because yeah. that I mean the offensive line play yeah you know maybe you shift some things around or you guys come together because the offensive line play to me especially when it, when you're talking about the run game it's been a big Big problem. I mean, the consistency there, some of the things that you're doing. Obviously, you've had different lineups and stuff, but for me, is looking for consistency from the run game, and I do believe that that will open up some of the other things you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, I'm looking for consistency in the play calling in this next couple of weeks post by is yep. seeing you've seen that it works. Do it. Do it until they show that they can beat you doing it. Like, do it until they, they, until you, and then obviously adding more motion and that stuff. Using these speed guys, Mm -hmm. to your point. Like, it's, 
it's we're just looking for consistent usage of these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, why they're here? Yes, so why they're <laughs> here? Why they're because here. we don't want. I mean, honestly, looking at Brandon Cooks' usage right now, it's almost criminal to him, <laughs> yeah. um, especially given the fact that he's played. With all due respect, he's played with lesser quarterbacks, yep. with lesser talent around mm-hmm. him, and made it happen. So they just have to figure out how to consistent, consistently get their playmakers the ball and to make people have to beat you, girl. I feel like we were asked yeah. that question. I think yeah. Jess actually uh, screenshotted that question from <laughs> so, yes. I thought that, I thought <laughs> yeah, that's what that we were good. doing. No, it's okay. No, it's okay. Uh, they had a question. I can't this see that. Aaron. Oh, hey, Aaron. Thank you he's so, so much for He's a very loyal listener, and we love Aaron. Yes. We're Aaron. big Aaron stands. <laughs> he had a question, um, and he said, you know, what do you think the Cowboys need to do coming out of the bye to be more consistent offensively? Who wants to take that one? Just be consistent. Period. You just said it. Yeah. Be consistent. Use your use your weapons. And for me, quit being consistent in the wrong aspects. Quit being consistent in penalties. Quit being consistent in the pre-snap penalties specifically. Mm. Be more disciplined in that aspect of your game alone because those self-inflicted wounds, ooh, they're going to add up. Mm. They're going to add up. Maybe not this week when you're playing a Rams team, which I don't think you should overlook by any means at all. But you're talking next week, Philadelphia? Mm. That is not going to fly. I'm sorry. That you need to play a good game. You need yeah. to build that consistency starting this week. Anything that was good from the from the Chargers game, you take it, you build upon it from there. Like I said, the last time we were on here, that's a good starting point for them. So to see them be more consistent, well, let's see. Establish the run. Aisha just talked about that. Get your tight ends involved in that passing game. And look, y'all know how I feel about that tight end room enjoy talking to them and all of that, but they're the first ones to take accountability. And Lunda Wells last week when he was talking, Mm. he took accountability. He said, they're not getting the usage and you know, that, that we're happy with. We're not satisfied with where they are. And I don't think anybody is. I don't think they are. I feel like there's a certain frustration in the room when you see them and Mm. understandably so, because they're coming off of, you know, a scheme last year that was maybe a little bit too hectic for everybody. There was a lot of miscues, miscommunications. And then you come in here and you expect to see Jake Ferguson kind of become this household staple name. And he really doesn't get the opportunity to do so. And I get that that's part of that West Coast system that tight ends are more used for blocking. You have to get him involved in that pat in that passing game as well. And so um, there's that. And Dak Prescott, he needs to continue to play well. And that sounds simple because it it can be for him. But quit holding on for to the ball for too long. <laughs> that offensive line has not shored up enough to protect you from sacks like I think they can as more time continues and they grow together as that whole unit it's only three weeks that they've been back together and that sounds so weird to even say but you got to release the ball you can't keep taking those sacks release the ball don't use your legs just to do it I mean there's so many things there's so many things but overall offensively just take your starting point with what you saw against the Chargers and run with it literally run the ball for me it starts and it might sound cliche it starts in practice and i say that only because i'm a former d1 athlete and it comes with repetition you Mm -hmm. gotta be in order okay flex come on no i'm just saying like (laughs) if you're gonna be consistent right come game day it starts with the beginning of the week of practice and i know that their schedule's a little different you know with monday tuesday being off days then they have veteran rest days then thursday friday are like hard hitting you know game day i guess rep practices so things like that um but i feel like it's one, the issue starts up front with the offensive line, and even Tyler Smith told me yesterday that um, it's a mix of the reps, the lack of reps that they've gotten, mm-hmm. and the mix of the mistakes that they are making as mm-hmm. a line, right? And they're also also trying to 
remember that they are still a little bit banged up, some of them, right? Yeah, so right. I think it comes with the repetitions of being more physical in practice and saying, hey, D-Law, I need you to come hit, you know, just come full force at me to get that game day rep, right? Mm -hmm. To be so ready, to be ready to be physical uh, come game day. And then as far as everything else, like I want to see Dak in practices just playing ball, like playing freely. I, don't, I feel like they are, and I could be wrong, okay, uh, but I feel like they are so focused on him being such a pocket passer in practice that that's in his mind mm -hmm. what he's thinking about come game day. So last week when we saw, or the week before, uh, week six, we saw him kind of just playing freely, right? So I think that's what I want to see in order for him to be more, them to be more consistent offensively. Yeah, I think also, too, uh, reevaluation's okay, too. You know, evaluating where you are Facts. and being able Speak to it, say, "Where's the kaching?" Hey, honey bunny, this ain't working. <laughs> this ain't this ain't working. I would We're love not doing to hear Mike well. McCarthy say that specific line. Right. Hey, honey, honey bunny, bunny yeah. it's not working. This ain't working. <laughs> We're not doing this well. Yeah, let's add to this or take this away yep. also too i think it's nothing wrong with evaluating your roster i with yeah we we love us some mg maybe jalen tober needs some of those some of those passes now maybe we have to do some of that even when you mentioned jake ferguson yep. maybe you just jake ferguson gets the bulk of the reps mm -hmm. at tight end as far as the receiving reps like maybe that's just what you do because yeah. that's kind of where we are and so for me coming into this next week and, I, and I'm so glad that you mentioned them being banged you know some of the offensive line being banged up mm -hmm. I tried to ask Mike McCarthy about this I really didn't get a whole bunch of a response but <laughs> I will say that um, I think it's very I think it does make sense that the injuries on your offensive line will play into what you're able to do mm -hmm. offensively running mm -hmm. the ball. So if you one thing the Cowboys didn't do well last week was get to the second level at all. I wonder if that's because guys are banged up and, and aren't able to get in space as much as they really want to. Um, teams are stunting you a lot more. Mm -hmm. So that comes into with the communication and, yeah. and them not playing together for a while. So I, I do think that this this offensive, it kind of starts with the offensive line to your mm -hmm. you ladies' points. And if, if they shore up some of that, and the run game opens up, it will make passing the ball easier and also make things easier on your quarterback. But reevaluating at this time in the season, there's nothing wrong with yeah. that. It's nothing wrong with looking yourself in the mirror. Mm -hmm. And hopefully, you know, we take some pride out the way and make some decisions. Yeah. Love yeah. that. I love that too. Stand direct. What is it? I'll stare directly at the sun, <laughs> but never in the mirror. <laughs> Dang it. Oh, I don't know. Our punch Wait, was that Taylor Swift? It was. Oh, oh my goodness. Christy's not here to scold us. Yeah. I'm Let's just ready to let it go today. <laughs> She be getting this. Just know, just know I owe a quarter. That was a good one. Okay, well, on that note, we will be right back here on Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like... Well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. At Jigsaw Dating, we obviously want the Cowboys to bring that sixth ring home. But to be honest, we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger. That's why we created a dating app that reveals your face through meaningful conversation so you can date deeper. Because it's personality that matters the most, not looks. Join Jigsaw Dating today, dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys.
Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Watching Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. And this segment is brought to you by the Salvation Army's 27th annual Red Kettle kickoff returns to AT&T Stadium this Thanksgiving. Get excited to watch the one and only Dolly Parton rock Woo! the stage during act, during halftime when your <laughs> Dallas Cowboys go head-to-head with the Washington Commanders. Tune in at 3 p.m. on CBS. Wow, you got really excited for that. I love Dolly. Death taxes and the Cowboys Dolly. having a country country singer for the, the it's just always the case. That's Dolly Parton. I'm okay with listened. it. She's I'm just goat. saying that's, that's just Dolly's the go. I've never listened to Dolly Parton. <laughs> I love Dolly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Vibes. Working nine to five, what's ladies. Your, what's your favorite song by Dolly? I mean, nine to five is just like the classic oh. one, but but then you go like I will always love you and uh, her. Do you know the lyrics to nine to five? Working nine to five. Uh, oh, <laughs> you put me on the spot. You know what? I do, but it's okay. No, I'm shy. Okay. No, <laughs> so shy. Wow, Jazz, that was that was wow. That was okay. late. That jazz. was a little late. <laughs> I don't know that song, but it's okay. I I think if you heard it, you would know it. Probably so. Yeah. Probably so. Okay. All right. Let's just list these new transactions as of today from the Cowboys. They have signed a tight end, Eric Saubert. Please, I hope I did not mess that up. Saubert. Saubert. I believe it's Saubert. Uh, linebacker Buddy Johnson, fourth rounder in 2021 out of Texas A&M. A guard. They've signed two guards, actually. Chris Glazer and Adam Pankney. Pankney. Pank- Pinky. Lord, man. <laughs> Got it. Right? It's basically still Monday. It's fine. It's still Monday. It's, basically. It's clearly It's raining Monday. outside. It's all right. Um, just out of those guys, I don't know if you guys have had a chance to kind of uh, go through their background. Yeah. Uh, you want to go through that? Yeah. I, um, I was looking at them this morning after I uh, mm-hmm. saw the news, and I think what was the most interesting to me was, uh, Aisha, you just you hit the nail on the head talking about how you needed linebacker depth and tight end depth. Um, the new tight end, Saubert, it's it's interesting because he was taken by the Falcons, uh, let's see, in the fifth round in 2017. He's played 17 career games. Last time he played was in 2022. He has 33 receptions for 280 yards. He averaged about 8.5 yards per catch, and he had two touchdowns. He's not the most veteran player, mm. but I think he's good backup. He's, good, he's a good practice squad guy. Yeah. What I find interesting, though, when I was looking into this, is keep in mind Peyton Hendershot now on IR mm-hmm. because of the ankle injury he was dealing with that kept him off the field for two weeks, put him on IR, and then uh, elevated Sean McKeon. So I think it's just going to be interesting to kind of see where that lies when Peyton is able to kind of 
come back. Mm -hmm. Um, What do they do at that point? I think that's what stood out to me the most was, yes, you needed a tight end, but I didn't expect to actually see a tight end get signed to the practice squad again because of all of that. So I'm just interested to see where that goes. Keep in mind, that's that's a four-week-away problem. There's four weeks to to worry about it. Peyton can't come back for four weeks at least. Um, so, yeah, that... I was I was looking into into that because I just thought that was interesting. As for Buddy Johnson, yep, that's who caught my eye. I, I could not say his real first name, so we're just going to okay. call him Buddy. It's, yeah. Um. We'll we'll ask for clarification on how to say names. There we go. Look, Noah Igbenogany took took a minute to be able to say how to ask him like ten times. Like Noah, am I saying your name right? Um. I think I think this one was interesting. I think this signing was kind of the perfect one mm-hmm. for Dan Quinn. He he gives very Dan Quinn esque player vibes. Yeah. Very versatile. Um. And he's an inside linebacker, so he can play in the box. He's very comfortable doing that. Um, he's been on multiple teams at this point. He um, 2021 NFL draft selected by the Pittsburgh Steelers in the fourth round. I'm excited for this one. This mm-hmm. one gives good depth vibes. We love good depth vibes, yeah. you know? Yeah. I was going to say Buddy Oslo caught my eye as well. Um, hasn't played much. I know in Pittsburgh, I think he played maybe one game. So maybe, oh, I just Yeah, not it. many games. Yeah, it wasn't um, It wasn't a lot. Yeah, it wasn't a lot. Um, but then he went to Chicago. They just released him. But mm-hmm. he's got good size. I think he's like 6'2", 240, kind of around the same size as Micah. Um, he yeah. plays physical. I actually found a couple of tape doing my little Aisha Morrison work. I love that. Found some tape. Uh, he plays physical, um, and I just like how he makes like his presence feel known inside the box, right? And that's exactly what Michael Parsons does when he plays at linebacker. So it'll be interesting to see how yeah. he um, kind of adds that depth. They need him. They only got four guys. So still. Yeah, that linebacker so room's thin. very thin. It's a little thin. Uh, but let's go ahead and talk about, let's break down each position group. Um, I got to do this yesterday with Isaiah and uh, Amber, but let's go ahead and break down each position group, give you guys, give a grade and kind of an example of why you give that position group your grade. But let's first go ahead and listen to Jerry Jones, who finally got that sound. Shout out to Jazz. <laughs> um, he had some things to say of the state of this team right here on 103.5 The Fan. Uh, I am looking forward to uh, uh, you know, uh, looking forward to how we evolve. Again, it's going to be week to week for us. But it's when okay. we started this season, <laughs> I didn't catch if it, you had told me we would be four and two at this particular time with these things staring at us, uh, the challenges or the lack of some of the challenges that could be out there, I'd give it. Uh, I don't want to start over. Let's uh, take what we got. So when you see a team like a San Fran lose to a team we think is bad in Minnesota or Philadelphia lose to a Jets team that you guys handle pretty easily, does that kind of ease the pain of an Arizona loss knowing that this happens throughout the league? Well, first of all, your question was when you see a team like San Francisco, uh, uh, that's the loss I was thinking of when I was watching San Francisco. And uh, uh, so uh, that doesn't ease that pain. No, no. Those uh, uh, first of all on that uh, on our record, uh, those losses uh, will bite you, boy. They'll be there at the end, and and you'll wish you had one of them that you could have gotten back. So uh, I think I look at that. On the other hand, what I look at more than anything is how we're playing, and are we evolving? And our principally is, uh, do we have young players that are uh, uh, stepping up and getting better? That's uh, paramount, and we do. 
I want to say, I'm so sorry, I said 103 The Fire The Fan. It is 105.3 The Fan. Just wanted to correct that. Um, But, uh, I mean, just hearing Jerry and his thoughts on um, the way the season is going, now the team is 4-2 and rather than 3-3 and heading into week 8. What are y'all's thoughts on what Jerry had to say? I mean, (laughs) I mean, he's right in regard to, like, yeah, seeing some of these other teams have uh, not so so good games against lesser teams, quote unquote. It, it does. It. I mean, but that's football, you know. At this point, mm-hmm. so it, it doesn't ease anything, especially too when you start getting into you know the end of the season, like he was talking about, and conference wins and losses matter out here in these yeah. streets. Yeah. So, um, NFC at least, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, I agree <laughs> with him in that regard, and. Um, yeah, it's Jerry. <laughs> yeah, it is Jerry. She's very Jerry. Um, no, here's the thing. I think it's sh- if you're the Dallas Cowboys mm-hmm. and you're still kind of you're trying to move on from that loss, and I think they have. I think they've done a really good jo- good job of turning the page. But that should upset you a little bit. Mm-hmm. It should upset you a little bit to light your fire to make sure you see that team again in the playoffs yeah. and you make your point. Then that's what it should do. If if you want to have a resilient mindset, and this team does, I've seen it time and time again, you let it light your fire a little bit more yeah. for the playoff time. So, yeah. I mean, I agree. And, and here's the thing. You can't dwell on the 49ers loss forever mm-hmm. because, again, you're getting to the point of the season where everyone's going to start losing. Yeah. It doesn't really matter who's playing who. There's going to be games that surprise you every week. I mean, yeah. we said it even before the Cowboys played the 49ers was – they're, they're pretty due for a loss. It is they, what it is. And you saw that last night, the Vikings. Yep. Shoot. So Eagles, yeah. no, due for a loss. I, that's just kind of how this game works. Is yeah. it? It's who plays the better game that day. It, everything else, it is what it is outside. It's who shows up that day, who plays harder, who wants it more. Health and depth. Yeah. Health yep. and depth are going to be – you're going to start seeing yep. who – really has adequate depth in yep. this league in the next few weeks um, just because of the yep. injuries piling up and things, those changing uh, the outcome of games. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, he right. <laughs> Period. Well, certainly hoping um, that health and death plays a <laughs> health and uh, death. play comes a uh, play actually this week. I know um, we haven't gotten any injury reports, mm-hmm. but – uh, that sounded good, just, right? That's not, it sounded good. Yeah, from so, what from, Mike McCarthy said in the conference call on Monday, he yeah. didn't have anything to report. Mm-hmm. He was okay. like, I, I don't have anything, yeah. which is good. good news. No news, good news. Yes. In a bye week especially, it was quiet. no news is good news. <laughs> quiet bye Ooh. week. Love that. Very quiet. Starting to get used to that. And, and Mike McCarthy's, it, in, I love in, it. in his in fairness to him, <laughs> since he's been here, yeah. Yeah. bye weeks and stuff have been pretty quiet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that's a new good. feeling for us. Well, it's Cowboys nice, too, folks. because you know that the players can also have lives outside of this as they should, especially on the bye week, enjoy the time how they want to enjoy the time. But they're smart about it. Yeah. I think that's one of the biggest takeaways of Mike McCarthy's uh, coaching era so far that I've picked up on is he's all about, hey, take time for your mentals, but be smart. Yeah. And it just it's kind of let's just go ahead and uh, dive into this conversation. You had a chance to listen to McCarthy yesterday when he talked about yeah. um, what the team has been really been focusing on in this bye week. Tell us what he kind of had to say about that. Penalties. <laughs> Penalties. Yeah. He said that was their biggest focus mm-hmm. in the reevaluation process. And I'm glad you brought this up, Aisha, because he did say they're reevaluating things, whether it be schematically, um, whether it just be disciplinary, like 
and that's nothing bad, but when it comes to just being more disciplined from those pre-snap penalties, he said that's the one focus that he wants to eliminate, that they are trying to just hone in on. And remember last year, I want to say it was around the same time, we're having the same conversation of highest penalized team in the NFL, what's going on? And then it was kind of nicked at that point wasn't an issue after they had to refocus in on it so if you see history repeating itself in that uh genre i wouldn't i wouldn't mind at all to see the penalties kind of be a thing of the past yeah which is it's kind of disappointing too the way that the penalties have piled up the last like three weeks because across the league to start the sugar (laughs) that's a whole other conversation (laughs) but um just in general, though, you know, as, as far as the Cowboys go, I See felt like, look I got. baby, <laughs> I feel a way about the officiating. Oh, but, um, but yeah, the the penalties from the Cowboys, I mean, I felt like they started off the season being being way less penalized. There wasn't really a problem yeah. at the very beginning of the first few games. And then, like, the last three games have just been like, yeah. what is going on? Like, yeah. what is going on? So I will. I did have to take into account, I had to check myself the other day, was how much they've played on the road, too. Mm. Yes. Which silent counts, changes in offensive linemen. Yeah. Um, all that stuff, it plays a factor. And so to hear that they're trying to hone in on that, and again, we uh, at least we have had a small sample size of them reevaluating at some point in the season mm-hmm. and that not being a problem moving forward. Really, really do hope that they sure that up because it's killing them sometimes with these drives and getting off the field on third down. And here's the thing. If you're having that balance of aggression and you're trying to find that balance of being aggressive and playing smart football, you need that, right? So get it out of the way now, find your balance, and move forward. Right now, the Cowboys are, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth, eighth in the league in penalties. Uh, San Fran, guess what? They have the most, 51, uh, 51 penalties there, which they're they're playing aggressive, yeah, and they're winning. I mean, not, not last night, but, you know. <laughs> they're winning. The point is they're winning, so... I would rather see this Cowboys team have the high penalties now, and I never thought I would say this, guys. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Who am I? Um, I would rather have them have the high penalty count now to find that aggression, especially when your O-line is starting to gel together, be a little bit more cohesive, mm-hmm. and go from there. Because if you're if you're getting these penalties from just trying to find that, that tightrope to walk on— hmm. That's acceptable, you know. It's not acceptable the amount and yeah, the all sizes. Crazy. All that is all that's ridiculous and needs to be fixed. And they'll admit that to you, guys. Crazy. Guys will admit it. Coaches will admit it. However, look, if they're trying to play aggressive, I'm not going to get upset at those penalties. You have my word, everybody. You don't have to take shots every time I talk about that. Is there another area of focus aside from the penalties that you guys feel? Um, that this team should be focused that should have focused on during the bye week. Again, we don't exactly know, won't find out exactly until tomorrow we hear from McCarthy. But is there an area you guys feel like should have been focused on? No, I'm praying and fasting um, for uh, <laughs> more creativity in in uh, praying and fasting is crazy. Like, oh, praying and oh fasting. Ask my grandma to put them on a prayer list. I don't think I've ever heard you say. <laughs> is that serious? They like the bottom of the league in motion. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's honest. It's very frustrating. <laughs> and again, this is why I said like reevaluation is okay because it's frustrating because you look across the league and you look at the successful offenses. Motion, motion. is evident. It's yeah. there. And so for our like, like for our OCs and our, our gentlemen tonight to not 
try to like to put that into the offense consistently is frustrating. You you can't play stagnant right now. Like right now they're playing teams straight up basically, like lining up and like my guy's better than your guy and baby that's not always the case, honey. That's just not always the case. So for me, it's the creativity. We talked about the usage but the creativity and the motion and, and the pre-snap stuff is just very important to me moving forward because it's also going to make things easier for your receivers. Mm-hmm. It's going to make things – it should open up things for your offense if it's done correctly. And, again, we've seen it before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, we know you can do it. So so go on ahead and stop playing these games and, do it. and put it into <laughs> implement it into your offense consistently and yep. see if you have some success. Yeah. yeah. We, uh, on the Players' Lounge, we were talking about our, like, the last six weeks that they've played, who has impressed us the most and, and the least. And I, I need to change my answer my answer for who has impressed me the most, because somebody on Twitter tweeted me. I was like, oh, my God, that's a great answer. I said CD was my impressed me the most. I'm going to change it to Brandon Aubrey, because obviously, yeah, uh, goat, goat, yeah. Brandon Aubrey. Um, no, and what I said that has impressed me, unimpressed me, I guess, it's okay, not impressed me the it's okay I'm really struggling. It's still Monday, no worries. Guys, I'm so tired. Um, <laughs> yeah, what has not impressed me the most was Mike McCarthy's play calling. And mm. look, I'm not here talking smack about the guy. Like, I still believe you can have the same. Two things can be the same. It was the right decision to let go of Kellen Moore, and Mike McCarthy needs to be better where he is right now with the play calling. Say that. I think both of those things can hold true. And you don't need to revert back to, oh, well, it should be this way or this way. No, I think things are where they are, mm-hmm. and that's good. I think that's that's progression. And I think both things can all be equal and true, and they are. But what you see now is you need to see more of just, ugh, I don't want to see the conservative play calling anymore. Yeah. <laughs> use your playmakers. I I. We just talked about this, but use your guys, use your playmakers. Where are those special packages that we heard about with Deuce Vaughn and Hunter Lipke? Who's your red zone guy? You still don't know that? Nobody knows know that. that yet. <laughs> yeah. It's looking like it's yeah. going to be four, hell. Uh, at this point, I mean, yeah, but don't run him just to run him. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's still so many question marks this far and, and far. It's not that far in the season, but there's still a lot of question marks mm-hmm. that I want to be exclamation points and not question marks as you continue after this bye because you don't have a break anymore. Yeah. You're not going to get any healthier. This was your rest time. Mm-hmm. So you use it now and you establish it or you don't. And I don't want to say where I think that could lead, but it could lead into something really disappointing for the amount of talent on this yeah. roster. One mm. thing I do hate is that it has taken this long. Not that it, it's too long into the season because we're only heading into week eight. But then again, you're like, it's week eight. We only got to, you know, we yeah. still have a lot of well, more ball is, left. But it's not it's week eight. So that week last eight, week was seven. By week was seven. Yeah. And we're it's like, eight. this is the, t- the time to yeah. realize... <laughs> It all yeah, starts to blend time together. Is, time I think is going by, fast. by like week six, everything feels the same yeah, way. Like does. you don't know what week it is anymore. It does. But no, no, no. Sorry. Uh, I think that I hate that it's taken so long to figure out what you have on this roster because mm. time to have figured that out was during the off season. Um, and so, but now again, the beauty of it, like you said, we still have a lot more ball left, yep. and we still only have a few more minutes left in this show. So wait, we have to take a break real quick. We'll be right back here on Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At Jigsaw Dating, we obviously want the Cowboys to bring that sixth ring home, but to be honest, we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger. 
That's why we created a dating app that reveals your face through meaningful conversation so you can date deeper. Because it's personality that matters the most, not looks. Join Jigsaw Dating today, dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Voice talk presented by Jigsaw. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. Let me start that over one more time. I'm sorry. Welcome into Girls Talk Voice Talk presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys in the SWBC studio. I'm sorry. Y'all, I'm so glad to be back. Don't repeat it. Glad to be back with y'all. Real quick, I mean, we only have a few minutes left on the show, ladies. Let's just go ahead and, oh, wait, before I do my, my job. This segment is presented by the 2024 PBR World Finals are taking over AT&T Stadium. Yeehaw. It all starts on May 17th with Kid Rock's Rock and Roll Rodeo. Then on May 18th and 19th, the finalists compete in the 2024 PBR Championship. Let's rock and ride. Three-day tickets are on sale now at SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing partner of AT&T Stadium. Did you say okay. May? Yeah. That's yeah. so far away. I was, no, that's you why have my to buy tickets like for that, that ahead of time. Well, that's why my face was like that, because I was like, mate. That's a big deal. It feels so PBR far away. It's a really big deal. It's going to be right, here right before you know it. Time to my fast. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. All right, real quick. <laughs> real quick. Uh, let's go ahead and go from each position oh, and um, make a quick grade of where you feel these positions fall heading into this game. I hate grades. I'm going to try my best. <laughs> if All it right. makes you feel better, like, were you that person in high school that would, like, grade other people's paper and, like, try to change the answers? I was. What? It if it was my that friend, was if it was my, well, yeah, like, you'd pass the paper to your neighbor, and then if it was my friend, I'd be like, oh, I'm just going to. I remember that. It gave me anxiety. Wow. I, I know. And it is probably <laughs> cheating, but, like, it's oh fine. Oh, my goodness. No one knows, except right, let's, now. Let's start with Dak. Aisha, what you got? Uh, at this point, Mm, he's had more good games. I give him a B minus at this point. B minus. B minus. All right. Back room. Oh, I I'd, I'd give Dak C plus B minus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I want to see more from him. C plus. Yeah, yeah I want to see him more on a consistent level. Yeah. Fair. So it's like in between yeah. C plus B minus Fair. range. Yeah. If he takes some of some of what he did this past week and, and keeps spr- it, sprinkle some of that into the, the 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 game Starting plan. Starting line at T. 
take off. Mm-hmm. We can we can be at a hard like B <laughs> B plus running backs. Woo. Sugar. I say uh, I, they they gonna have to get a C minus for me, and it's not even I ain't even gonna hold them. It's not even totally their fault. It's 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 a lot of the usage and the offensive mm-hmm. line's not playing well. So let's just say C minus. Yeah. C. You haven't seen you haven't seen anything to give yeah. a better grade. Nah, that's true. I say. Mm. Go ahead, girl. Be honest. C minus. I'm not gonna do them boys like that. I'll say C minus. Okay, I'm gonna say C minus. Yeah. It's no yeah. shade to them. Well, it's no say, shade to them. Exactly. They just, just haven't been productive. Exactly. And, uh, and is it really anybody's fault at this point? Like, I, I know there's fault to go around. It's not just one person at fault. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. There, and there's uh, other outside things that make it kind of hard. Yeah. Receivers. Baby. <laughs> B. I'm going Bebe. B. He's great. I'm going B. I say C plus. Yeah. And okay. literally like C. Y'all are harsh graders. I mean it's the truth. Well, because you're not getting nice really nothing consistently <laughs> from anyone except for C D. Again, yeah. if you yeah. if they consistently do some of the things they did with Cooks mm-hmm. going into next week or whatever, but yeah, yeah I, I could see it being better at that point. But right now, you're not consistently getting everything from these these guys. So Yeah. I'd say C plus, but they have the potential to be an a minus group. Yeah, yeah. They have the potential 100%. to be a minus group. Once we see that, ugh, Lord, I can't even talk. Dad getting, <laughs> Dad getting, uh, CD involved, B Cooks involved, Michael involved, even maybe Cavante, like you said um, earlier, Tolbert. like getting all those guys involved. Um, Tolbert too. Girl. Um, yeah, I mean that that room could be so they could do so much damage it should um, be yeah, they should be doing a lot more damage absolutely um let's talk about the tight ends they get a d from me d. and i appreciate them for what they're doing in a blocking game yeah. but baby that is not all you are here for mm. they i think they've collectively yeah. dropped four tight uh, dropped four tds from your yeah. quarterback really good place balls too um, they just need to be more reliable um, for this offense right now because you can see even defensively, defenses is like, who's that out there? Yeah. <laughs> Let me just go uh, bracket CD over here. I don't give a damn about anything y'all got going on down there. So with with what I'm looking at is like either you're going to spam Ferg because he can beat he can beat press coverage. He can beat yep. he can beat guys one on one. Either you spam Ferg, or these other guys have to step up and be consistent because they're hurting you right now. Not even just they even as decoys. They nobody care. Yeah. They don't even care. Yeah, I'm going D. It's been disappointing. Yeah. D for disappointing. That's that's. <laughs> you have to <laughs> Excuse me. I wasn't expecting <laughs> D for disappointing. I wasn't expecting that. That was a good one though. Well, it's true. It's been clever. it has been very disappointing because you know what they're capable of doing. Yeah. You've seen you saw it at training camp. It hurts. You saw it at training camp. You yeah. saw it at OTAs. You saw it at mini camp. Where is it? Where has it been? Yeah. It's weird. Tight end involvement is not in the room with us. It's and weird. and again. I'm not faulting them for that. It's It goes back to a little bit of scheme, mm-hmm. a little bit of play calling, and then a little bit of their own mistakes. Mm-hmm. But what I will say, too, is I think we forget how young that room is. Mm-hmm. It's the youngest room in your offense. And you forget how young that room yeah. is. There's going to be growing pains with not having that veteran guy in Dalton Schultz, and I think you're feeling that a little bit more yeah. uh, than expected. Yeah. So I'd say D- minus as well. Yeah. Uh, you got Okay, real quick, defensive line, go. <sighs> I'm gonna say I'll go ahead. I'll say C plus B minus in between that. No, I lied. Fair. I say I'll B minus. There. I say B minus. Uh, I, I I like what Jonathan Hankins and Osa are doing in, mm. inside. Uh, D law of course. Dante Fowler. 
all those guys, even even when you bring Micah up um, on that edge, I mean, those guys have been dominant. So I'm, I'm going to give them a B minus. There's still a lot more, uh, I guess, improvement that they can make. As yeah, well. I think I need at least one more game from them yeah. of, like, consistent yeah. run stopping. Yeah. I, I do think they've been better in that department. Yeah. Um, just want them to play with more discipline, you know what I'm saying, like with the offsides and some of the stuff happening there. Like, I would give them – I would be about yeah. in that range as well, even though they're – statistically one of the most dominant defensive lines in our league. We know what's up. See, because they can be better than what they're being. Fair. Mm. And they can be more dominant. Okay. Period. Fair. Uh, Linebackers. (sighs) Lordy. (laughs) C minus. Okay. Only, only because you haven't, you haven't really gotten a taste of what the linebacker room is without Layton. You have one week of it. You have a longer time to go. You have at least three more weeks of it. Um, and I worry about it. It's another young group, just like we're talking, we're talking about the tight end room. I'm worried about the youth in it. They've been doing great. They've stepped up. But now is when it really matters. So yeah. Yeah. see. minus two. Um, just really looking for those guys to play more forward, more downhill, be a little bit more aggressive. Um, and so, you know, from for me, it's just looking at how they adjust moving forward. And the depth there has obviously hurt them. So hmm, I think they play well on the fly, but they can be better. All right, yeah, I give them a C. I say C plus. Uh, let's go safeties. Oh, maybe they getting a C plus too, yeah. low key, because they just—I mean, last game they played a lot better. Yeah. But if you're being real, like teams have been attacking your safety room. They've been attacking yeah. every safety that you have. I felt like they came out played better last game, but with the big nickel and how DQ uses them, it seems have been somewhat taking advantage of that. So for me, I expect I expect it for them to be better than what they've been in spots. Uh, saw some good play play from them last week. Hoping they build upon that because I ain't, it hasn't been as good as I, it was last year for me. Yeah, I'm saying C, and I only think it's that way because we forget Donovan Wilson didn't get any training camp, and it's fair he didn't get any time to play. Was coming off that calf injury. They haven't had time to establish the rapport with him back in mm. and kind of grow and build things so I think you're growing pains for these last few weeks and hopefully things take off and mm, get a little better than what's been yep. all right corners real quick before we wrap up um given the circumstances and what they've been through I would say they are getting a solid b for me mm. I would give them a solid b don't okay. like they, uh, every 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 db struggles with deep crossers and and all that stuff and so I think they can get better in those departments but I think they've come up and tackled well and all things considered uh even though they've given up some plays, I they I think they have calmed down some of the big plays in the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think they're still trying to find some cohesiveness, but I'm I'm cool with the DBs at this point in time. They've been all right. <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I, I agree. B minus. I think B B minus B minus mm-hmm. only. Yeah, you, you didn't expect to have a season without Trayvon Diggs. Fair. That's a lot to adjust from when it's your playmaker, it's your mm-hmm. top guy. That's a lot to come back from, and they've been very resilient. Deron Bland stepped up anything but bland we know it we love it any (laughs) i was gonna say b for bland but you know it's not gonna be a big game for jordan lewis yeah Yeah. back uh, and and again another guy you're talking about trying to get his legs under him yeah Yeah, fair fair. so b all right well that'll wrap things up right here for girls talk boys talk presented by jigsaw the preferred dating partner of the dallas cowboys we'll see you guys tomorrow this has been a production of dallascowboys.com and the dallas cowboys football club how about this cowboys